0: This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a Coco Mocha Signature Latte. Or make them swoon with a Strawberry Dragon Fruit Dunkin' Refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger. Because we have professional grade supplies for every industry, even hard to find products, and we have same day pickup and next day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Red Leg Nation Radio, the official podcast of RedLegNation.com. And we're really excited tonight to have Devin Mazzarocco with us. Devin, welcome back to Red Leg Nation Radio. Well, thanks for having me again, bro. Devin, you made the bigs last year and we're all really, really proud of you. But I have to publicly tell you that Red Leg Nation Radio is taking all the credit for your career taking off and you making the big leagues. We've even considered putting it on a (laughs) t-shirt. That's pretty good. Seriously, Devin, tell us about last season. You, 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 you played 120 games at Louisville. Tell us about that part of your year before we start talking about your time with the Reds.
1: Yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time in Louisville. It's a uh, an awesome city, a uh, great stadium. You know, everything, the fans were very supportive. Uh, we had, a, you know, a, a good collection of guys there that really enjoyed playing together with, you know, me, Todd Frazier, uh, Zach Cozart, Cork Miller. We we, uh, we did play as good as what I think we hoped we would, but it was very enjoyable, and you know I had some success there, and uh, you know I, at the end there kind of uh, I was looking forward to you know getting that call in September, so it was you know I might have been a little bit distracted, but uh, I, I I
0: definitely enjoyed my time with them. You, were were you happy with your triple A season both offensively and defensively? Yeah, definitely. I think uh,
1: defensively wise I was you know, I kinda of felt like I, I actually became a pretty good catcher and guys started to enjoy throwing to me and uh, you know, so that was that was really my main focus over the, the year was to uh you know, kinda of round out my game catching wide and, and, and just make it
0: where everything
1: uh, you know, God won't serve me, so that, that, was, that was good, and uh, offensively, I think I started off, you know, real well, and, and did get the first half of the year, second half, I uh, kind of lagged out, lagged off a little bit, but, you know, it's still pretty solid, and I was happy with the uh,
0: overall outcome. O- overall, what'd you catch, about 100, 100 games last year, maybe a little bit more?
1: Uh, I think, including my time in the big league, it was right
0: about 110 something like that 115 maybe how'd your how'd your legs and your and your back and, and that stuff hold up did you have any problems
1: good yeah good, no problems no i was uh last year was really the uh you know i didn't miss any time even for any uh the year before i had a couple issues with my hand and stuff and uh minor concussion but this year i uh didn't miss a single game because of injury knocked on wood. So that was, uh, you know, one thing that it kind of tough to control, but it, it, it worked out good last year
0: and we' very happy about that. Hey, Devin, there's no such thing as a minor concussion. <laughs> <laughs> so, well,
1: that was, it, that was uh, I got ran over to play a few years ago whenever we played in uh, Zebulon, North Carolina, and I, uh, you know, he, he got me pretty good. He was a old football player that played at uh, bowling Green university, I think. And he uh, he 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 did me like uh you know like a
0: linebacker's shirt so yeah. It, it definitely was a concussion. So so you got called up in September. You went up for September. How how were you told that you were going up? Uh well I, I kinda of
1: knew going into the the game on the thirty first where uh a couple, about a week before, I, you know, talked to Rick Sweet and said, hey, you know, I'd imagine that he uh, are going to get called up here on September 1st, so be prepared for that, so that gave me an opportunity to get everything packed up and, you know, tell my parents and tell, uh, cut to fly my brother out and, you know, he was able to be there, uh, so I, I had all that, you know, all my ducks in a row, I guess, and then. That day, right when I got to the field, Rick pulled me aside and said, hey, you're going to be going up. Uh, you know, you got to pay for the game, watch the game, and after that, you you can go right up Cincinnati out of the hotel ready for you.
0: So so tell us about the first time you walked into the big league locker room. Was it everything that you dreamed of growing up? Uh, I've been
1: in the locker room a couple other times in the past, but to actually see it with uh, – the major leaguers in there with, you know, guys like Scott Rowland and Kelly and, and, and guys like that have, have been successful. And, you know, to see those guys in there and think that I'm on the same team as them is just, it, it was a pretty special moment for me. You know, you know that's kind of what i been working
0: towards my whole life. And to actually get that opportunity was, was definitely pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm sure it's it's a qu- quite a bit different. I mean, you've been in big league camp for, for spring training and like that. But I, I would think this is a whole different feeling when you walk in there. Is a regular player in games that are going to count for the first time?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the minor league camp or the major league camp are nice and it, everything is kind of geared towards uh, getting, getting close to the big league. But, it, I mean, it's really nothing nothing like uh, the actual experience of getting caught up and, and being up there.
0: I know you knew, you know, some of the guys from spring training and playing with them in the past, but when you got up to the big club, did anybody kind of take you under their wing and, and show you the way things work and what to do and how to handle yourself? I
1: would say was, you know, one person, uh, one individual. helped I me. Mean, I think, uh, you know, guys, everybody really seemed to be, you know, real nice, real supportive, whether it was baseball or even, you know, going out to dinner and stuff like that, everybody kind of pitched in and helped out. We, I, I, uh, You know, baseball-wise, Ron are on hand again. He was, he was banged up a little bit there. In so he didn't catch a lot, so whenever I uh, wasn't playing, i kind of stick side him and listen to what he had to say and stuff like that. Uh, but I wouldn't say it one was one guy, but everybody just kind of, you know, took me in this is a guy that hopefully you know will be around for a while, and I'll, I'll be able to get to know them more in
0: the future. So Saturday, September the third, was your your major league debut. Can you tell us about that 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 first game?
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, in St. Louis, and we we it was right at the beginning of a road trip there, and I, I hadn't played yet, so I was figured. Either St. Louis or Chicago, I would be able to get my first action and you know be in those two teams in the division and teams with uh, just as good as teams as what you know what St. Louis is, and then Wrigley Field being able to uh, start my first game there would have been pretty cool. It was pretty cool, and my first at bat uh, was I think in the sixth or seventh inning, we were down a couple of runs and. So they had yonder a long ball and he was going to pinch hit if somebody was on base. But uh, I, it turned out that the second guy made the second out, and it was two outs, nobody on. So they uh, they told me to go ahead, and uh, I think I was, I was facing Mitchell Ball. and it pretty hard, so I figured I'd just, you know, hope for a fastball in the first pitch and more than likely take a hack at it. And, uh First pitch for ball and I
0: hit a double uh, over the left fielder Pretty good way to start. And 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 as you and as you said, your your first game that you got to start was that following Monday up in Chicago. Uh tell us about that game. Yeah, it was uh it was pretty
1: special. Just being in such a uh, you know, storied place is Rigley Field and I actually got to catch Dontrell Wilson who I was pretty pretty tight work from our day Louisville. We had our walkers by each other and you know, I caught him, you know, fifteen times down there, so that was that was pretty cool to be able to share that day with him. And uh my parents were there, my, my little brother was there and we I uh, uh, I think I got a hit my third at bat and then did very well the rest of the day but uh, I can't remember. I was just so happy to actually be starting the game and be catching and beating yard employee but you know, whatever I do, that thing did not really
0: matter. Do, do you think that first game, having Don Trell on the mound, who you'd thrown to a bunch of times in Louisville, did it make a little less nerve-wracking for you? Uh,
1: yes and no. I'd say I was familiar with what he liked to throw and the way he liked to attack hitters, but Don Trell, he's got a catch. He, uh, you know, he balls a lot of movement, and sometimes it. It, it might not be the movement that you expect and it, it he's a he's a tough guy to, can get, to catch in back there's a you know real good slider, good breaking ball that he uh you know, throws it different ways at different times. So he knows what he's doing and I, I hadn't been on the same page. I was lucky enough to catch him enough where I knew what uh, what he wanted to do. So it that that was good, but it it was just nice to be out here with him, and he's such a good competitor and uh, a guy that you really root for. That uh, yeah, you know, anything that I could do to help him that day was was pretty pretty good, exciting for me. Cause he he was trying to get his first win there in you know a couple of years, so if I could help to do that, that would have been you know a thrill for me.
0: So, how would you sum up your September with the Reds and the way you played and and what you saw? And was it as good as you expected? And did anything really surprise you?
1: No, it was absolutely, you know, everything that I expected at a and time. It was, you know, the major league. Whenever, uh, you know, you think about all the best stuff, all the best uh, hotels, all the, you know, best players in the world, the best uh reports everything like that, everything is,
0: you know, maximized,
1: and uh, it's just, you know, it's hard to describe because it's such a fun experience and it's such a enjoyable time, but uh, you know, for me, I, I, I kind of got my feet wet. I didn't play as well, the way I expected to or, you know, the way that I think I can, and uh, you know, that kind of showed me that I, I've got to keep working and there are things that I you know, really do need to improve upon. and going into this year, I think I'll have much better experience, and it, it, there's not going to be anything new for me going into this season. Hopefully, being in Cincinnati, it'll be you know. This is I've been here before. This is what I I need to do, and I'll just be able to do it as opposed to going up there not really knowing what to do.
0: When when the season ended, were you given any instructions or or anything from the coaching staff or Dusty about getting ready for next year?
1: Uh Nothing wrong right when the season. Then I have a, a good program, you know, that i call the off season, and uh, I'm working with the trainer a little bit to, to kind of tweak a couple things or get things to where they need to be for next year. But uh, I've talked with Dusty a couple times this off season, and she's mostly, uh, you know, just come ready to spring training, and, and uh, you know, you'll be you'll, you'll, you'll go from there. We'll go from there, and most of the stuff that I'm working with right now is just the scouting reports and trying to uh, watch some of the video from last year and, you know, just getting a little head start on this upcoming season.
0: I'm sure we've talked about this in the past, but I really can't remember your answer. Do you hit much in the offseason? Do I hit? Yeah, I, I, I during the off season, uh, usually
1: start hitting right around the first of the year and uh, just kind of, kind of gradually work my way into it. and. Right now, I'm out about six days a week, five
0: or six. Now, but but your conditioning, working on your legs and your knees and your back and stuff. Do you ever take any time off of that when the season's over? Or does that is that well, ongoing? Well, uh, the, uh, the first month
1: I get back home usually uh, in the October, there I kind of just shut everything down, and that's usually my uh, my month for hunting. I'll go out every day and hunt. And
0: then once, uh, once honey season's over, that's whenever I really start working out. Did you do Reds Fest this year? Yeah, I did Reds Fest. You did, did you did Reds Fest and the Reds Caravan, correct? Yeah, both. So, so tell us about the Reds Fest experience. Now that you know that you're more of a, you're not, you're not a minor leaguer anymore. You know, now you're one of the guys yeah, on uh, the big club.
1: Yeah, Reds Fest was fun. It was, uh, I think, more people actually. You know, I had to wait. Maybe later on, so more people actually knew who I was. But uh, Red fans is always fun. I think uh, just to actually see how many fans that we actually have is uh, that, that the team actually has, and that you know I as an individual have. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty cool just to be able to actually meet them, shake their hands, talk to them a little bit. Uh, that's always enjoyable, and I would, I would enjoy the uh, celebrity poker tournament.
0: Which I never seem to fare too awful well. But uh, I enjoyed playing it. Who were who what which, which group who was in your group for the Reds Caravan?
1: Uh, it was me, Tom
0: Bretman, Tom Browning,
1: uh Walt and Ryan Lamar. Tom
0: Browning's a handful, isn't
1: he? Oh yeah, he's a character. <laughs> I've, I've been, you know, around him a lot in the past. Yeah just uh with uh instructional league and stuff like that. He's, he's a fun
0: guy. He did he did an interview with us for Red Lake Nation a couple of years ago and we and, and I went back I was amazed I, I was quizzing him on his first big league game and he remembered I think it was seven of the eight starters in his first big league start. I was oh, yeah. I was amazed at, at how much well, recall he had.
1: Yeah, he's great. I mean, he. you can have some of the fans will ask him about a certain game that they were at and he, Seems to remember very, very small details from almost anything. So even from the fans would ask him with that. So that he, uh, you know, he he's met him in the past and he was telling where they met him and stuff like that. He's pretty pretty fucking pretty crazy just to think that he can actually uh, remember
0: all that stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping I get a chance to to meet up, you know, talk to him on up in Dayton this year because he I really hope he does well with the Dragons. Um, tell uh, going into the off season, it did with with knowing that you're going to start the season in the big leagues, did you do anything different this this off season? No, I
1: kind of just uh, stayed with what has been working with what I've done the past two off seasons, and uh, been very successful and preparing me for the year. So I I've just been sticking
0: with that, and you know maybe throwing in the uh, the scouting report side. Of the, we a lot more film and stuff like that, but other than that, that's about it. So, so, do you have, what are your expectations for yourself for 2012?
1: Um, it, it, it's kind of hard to say, I guess. Uh, for me, I, I know there's a lot of room to improve, so uh, I'm just going to go in the season, you know, however much I play, however much... Uh, of an opportunity I get, I'll just take full advantage of that and go out there and, and, and play as hard as I can and hopefully help the, the team win uh, every day. And I think if I play the way that you know I'm capable of, I uh, think everybody's going to be pretty happy with uh, the performance. So I'm just really focused on, on myself and trying to be the best that I can be this year and just, you know, kind of like things happen from there. I don't really set a uh, number of goals or anything like that. It's, it, it's just something. Uh, I think at the end of the year, I'll either be, you know, satisfied with the way I play or, you know, I'll know that, heck, that, that isn't who I am and there's room for improvement. So we'll see at the end of the year where, where I'm hopefully, uh, hopefully on the satisfied part.
0: Do you go, Going into this season, I mean, you know you're repl- basically replacing Ramon Hernandez, who, who uh, had some pretty, you know, really good offensive numbers for the Reds the past several seasons. Do you think, does that put any more pressure on you, or do you just concentrate on being Devin Mezzarroca? Yeah, I think that's really all
1: like to do is, is go out there and play the way that I can play. You know, Ramon has been very valuable to the organization just as far as, uh, what he's done here the past three or four years, whatever it's been, he, we're working with the pitchers, uh, all the class hits that he's came up with. So it it is definitely going to be tough to to replace him, but I'll go out there and, and do the best I can. Like I said, if uh, I play the way that I can up to my potential, I think everybody's going to be pretty satisfied.
0: What what can you learn from, from working with Ryan Hannigan or, or you know, splitting time or, or however it works out? But what can you learn from Ryan Hannigan? Well,
1: he, he's been with these guys for, you know, for so long. He's come up with some of these guys through the organization. been in a big year. It was probably four or five years now. So he knows what to expect out of all the pictures. He knows some of the pictures on the opposing teams. But he, he gets a real... Real sharp guy, uh, very approachable. You know, I can ask him questions whenever he has the answers. I mean, just a, he, he, you know, thinking and catcher, which it's something that, uh, you know, I like to consider myself a guy that it, it is pretty smart and knows how to control the pitching staff and how to, uh, you know, just call the game. So it'll be, it'll be fun to work with him, and that's something that me and Dusty has been talking about and just, you know, pick his brain and and see what he, see things that work for him with the pitchers. And, you
0: know, things will will be good. I think it's going to be a very good relationship. So, so what have, what, what have you been, what's your feeling on on all these, all these big moves that they made in the offseason, bringing in Lattos and Marshall and Madsen?
1: Yeah, it's exciting, I think back and forth with some of the guys, you know, everybody's pumped up to get down their spring training, pumped up to give it a go, and then nothing to do with it last season. And the hitting was pretty good, and the defense was was solid, but our pitching kind of fell behind a little bit compared to what we thought it was going to be, so, you know, go out there and. These guys who have been successful in the league and, and Playtos and Matt and Marshall, those guys have been up there with some of the best at their position. So to bring them on to what we already have going offensively, defensively, and the pitching staff that we have in place uh, other than those guys, I think you look at the talent that we have going into spring training, and there's definitely no excuses for us not to compete in the division.
0: Yeah, I, you know the the Marshall and Madsen pickups really have a a, a you you have to believe are going to shorten some ball games.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Those uh, those two guys at the back end of the bullpen, uh, they they've been in the National League the past couple of years. They know all the hitters. They uh, both have outstanding stuff that they can just say, all right, you know, doesn't matter who it is, here it comes, and you know, you couple that with Bill Bragg, who, who's been very successful the mm-hmm. last few years, and Nick Massa, who, you know, is, is, has some of the best stuff in the league. Uh, Snapback of the bullpen it, it, is going to you know, lights out. And, uh, you know, who knows what they're going to do with Chapman? Walt has stated that he's going to be a starter. But I'm sure if, uh, you know, we're in the playoffs or in, play, in the crunch time at the end of the year. And uh, we, we had the opportunity to bring Chapman and help them put him in the pen. I mean, that makes it almost, you know, five, six in a game with Chapman, uh, Marshall, and Mathen back there. It's, you know, three guys that are absolutely lights out. Did you,
0: did, did, were you, I can't remember now, Devin, were you at Louisville, did you catch Chapman at all at Louisville?
1: Uh, I caught him. He, I didn't catch him when he was a starter two years
0: ago, but last year when he was there on on rehab and okay. I caught him. I think it was just one or two minutes What What does he need? And I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, so I don't mean to do it. It sound that way, but from from a catcher's perspective, what would you think he needs to do to be an effective starter? Uh just consistency. That's all. He, uh, I mean, he yeah
1: he flashes all the pitches that he would want. You know, he he even flashes a change up in, in bullpens or in any point games. He'll mess around and throw a nasty changeup. But I think somebody with his size and with his arm speed, for him to have a consistent release, to have a, uh, uh, you know, perfect control, it's just going to take a whole lot of time for him to iron things out and to... To kind of get that consistency, he's going he to almost have to be a starter just because in the bullpen, you know, you throw one inning or here, one inning there, whatever. But as a starter, he's going to, it, it's just going to take some time for him to kind of develop that consistency. And, you know, that could, might not be a year, but I think this is definitely in his best interest, and in, in best interest in the long run, for him to, become a starter, and I think that he can definitely do it. The guy's like a great source, man. He's never tired, never sore. He's always ready to go. So for him to become a starter, which I think he definitely can, he has been in the past, uh, It's it's definitely the best thing to do in the long run.
0: If if you had to, and, and again, I'm going to put you on the spot for just a, a little bit here, but if you had to make a prediction, who do you who would you think is going to be the backup to Roland? Uh, you know it's hard to tell, but uh,
1: I'd say right now they they'd have to be leaning to Juan Francisco. Uh, just from seemed like he I'd say the two guys would be. And Fraser or Russell you know, mm-hmm. Tyler can obviously play there. Right. Or with Wilson Douglas, I think he could obviously play there. But those two guys are, are kind of younger guys who really haven't shown the extent of what they can do. But uh, it's going really come a long way, I think, in his, in his defense. It's, uh, it, it, I think it's become very solid as far as some of the plays that he's made, that I've seen him make this past year he hadn't been able to get to in the uh, years prior, but he he become very solid at third base, and, you know, with the power that he has, he, he can do a lot of damage in a hurry, so. He can hit the ball a long uh, way, can't he? Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a freak of nature. You know, he, <laughs> when he connects, I mean, it just keeps going. It doesn't stop. I was there, and uh, Cincinnati when he to one out of the stadium there in September, so that was. That was something to see. It, it was—you didn't really know how far it was off the bat, and then it went over the bleachers, and you're like,
0: "Holy cow!" That was—he <laughs> just hit it out of the stadium. You know what I mean? It was pretty, pretty weird. Yeah, the only guy I can think of—the other guy that did that—is Adam Dunn, and he's—he's a, he's a pretty big boy. Yeah,
1: he's a huge dude too. But at the same time, you know, is, I think they see him more than a guy that can play anywhere, which he can do. That's what he can help I, the team out anything, and he he could play short in a pinch, could probably play second in a pinch, can definitely play third, can definitely play left, play first, but he, he's a team first guy that'll do anything to help the team win, so uh, he, he's definitely a guy that you want on your side, and either way, I think they will be fine. They, they, hopefully, Scott is 100% healthy, and can play, you know, upwards of a hundred games this year. But if he's not, I think we'll be, we'll be in good
0: hands. If 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 you were an odds maker, and I don't even like you, if you had, if if somebody made you say, are you guys the favorite in the division? For me, I would have to go with the Cardinals,
1: just because they uh, they won the World Series last year. I mean, we haven't and and you know, any success in the playoffs. With the, the guys that have been here, so the division wise is a little bit of a different story. But the, uh, the Cardinals have won in the past; they've won the World Series. Obviously, they lost two holes, but they're bringing in some more talent, and they 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 got the, the core group of the guys there, other than two holes, that have been successful for however many years. That they they know how to win. You know, we'll have to beat them, kind of of like going into last year. They had to beat us to to kind of
0: take back the the division, the crown of the division. So we'll see how it goes. Last year was a a disappointment for fans and I'm sure players alike, as, as the season didn't go the way any of us expected it to go. Is there a feeling in the clubhouse or in the, in the organization of of, of redemption? You know, of, of this is the year that we're going to make up for last year. Uh, this is going to be the year we you know we wish we'd have had last year. That kind of thing. Yeah,
1: definitely. I think everybody's a little bit hungrier. They they got a little taste of the uh, the playoffs there in 2010, and you know it, things didn't go the way everybody expected them to go last year, so. This year is, is kind of you've seen what's all well done and and brought those pictures in and you've seen uh, everybody's kind of getting a little bit older and guys are getting closer to their uh, being free agents. So it it's time to go. It's time for the group of guys that they have here to to you know go for it and, and try to win this division and then win the playoffs and see what happens. It's, Everybody just, I think, real excited. Just uh, you know, talking a little bit to the guys, Jay, and and uh, guys like that. Everybody, man.
0: Everybody's ready to get down to
1: spring training and, and ready to just to
0: back. Or, if you had to pick a key or two to the Reds, to what'll has to happen for the Reds to be successful this year, what would you say those would be?
1: Well, I think first and foremost. Uh, Sean will have to stay healthy. He's, uh, I think, definitely our leader, our, our clubhouse leader. If, uh, you know, everybody kind of looks up to him, he, he's been a superstar, he's been an all-star, he's been everything in the game. So he, he's he been in the play, pen races, and stuff like that. So he knows, he knows, uh, you know, any situation that comes up, he's been there. So everybody kind of looks to him and, well, he's healthy, we're, we're a completely different team. with him at third base. You know, we're batting in the middle of the order. He he, he just a, a, a constant pro that you can't really replace somebody like that. So he would have to stay healthy, man. I think other than that, uh, the new pickers that we brought in, everybody expects a lot out of them. But they just have to do what they've done in the past. These guys have been successful,
0: and you know, if they come in and do what they've done in the past, that makes our fishing staff a
1: whole, a whole lot better. So, when are you headed out to Arizona? I'm flying out on the 15th.
0: Okay. So, wrapping this up, I'm going to ask you one last question. Is there anything that you'd like to tell Reds fans about what they can look forward to in 2012?
1: Another division winner—that would—that would, that would be—I uh, think that would make everybody pretty happy. So we, uh, like I said, will have to battle the uh, Cardinals and the, the defending division winners and the Brewers. But was some of the things that we've done this off season, and, and, and guys are guys are hungry, ready right? to get get after it. So we're uh, you no know, hopefully looking for for another division win. Well. I-
0: I'm looking forward to seeing Devin Masarocco have his first opening day in Cincinnati because, as I'm sure you've been told, opening day in Cincinnati is a very special thing. Yeah, we, we, we
1: only get to watch it in the minor leagues because our season doesn't start until a couple days after. You know, obviously the Reds are always on TV, so it, it, it seems like a second time and something that
0: would be a whole lot of fun to be a part of. All right, Devin, Well, thank you very much for your time, and, and good luck this season. And maybe we can check in with you during the season and see how see how you're enjoying your first season in the big leagues. Yes, thank you.
1: Jeff. Thank you for
0: having me. Okay, bud. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, thank you. All right, bye.